That's Justice Tonight. Kick it over from The Clash on KRCL 90.9. And a nod toward where we'll be headed later this hour with my guests. Starting us off, a new one from The War on Drugs featuring Lucius, I Don't Live Here Anymore. It's also the title of their new album. It's going to drop on October 29th. Welcome to Radioactive, where we plug you into your community through conversations and a playlist to match. I'm Laura Jones. Coming up, I'll be talking with the co-curators of Vida, Muerte, Justicia, Life, Death, Justice, Latin American and Latinx art for the 21st century. It opens October 1st at Ogden Contemporary Arts, an exhibition of contemporary Latin American and Latinx art responding to global themes of life, death, and justice. Lots of things for you to see and do, including a concert with Las Cafeteras. So stick around for more details, folks. I'm going to start tonight with The Spirit of Polynesia that's coming to the new Mid-Valley Performing Arts Center Friday and Saturday in Taylorsville. Let's pass the microphone and find out more. My name is April Te'el Kyle, and I am with Siva Pacifica, and we are traveling up to Salt Lake City from St. George, Utah, to perform our Spirit of Polynesia show production this weekend on the 24th and 25th at the Midville Taylorsville Performance Arts Center. I've been to the new Mid-Valley Performance Center. It is beautiful and what a great place to showcase. Yes. The Spirit of Polynesia. Tell me about Siva Pacifica, your group. It's a, it's a family group as well, right? Yes, yes. So it was created and founded 15 years ago. This year is actually our 15 year anniversary here in St. George. We actually moved from Samoa. And so I just wanted to make sure that my children were in touch with their roots, their culture, their heritage. So I basically did it mainly for them uh, by teaching it through the community and the university here. That's how we started. Um, and so basically our doors are open to anyone and everyone of all ages from five on up uh, to join. And we teach them dances from all the different islands of Polynesia. Um, and so, yeah, we, we, we opened our studio this year and we are planning on taking our, our show on the road to different places, starting with Salt Lake City. So when you say Polynesia, I think of one place, but it's not. It is so many different islands. Can you give me some different island names and some different um, cultural dances or drums that are, are used? Explain the differences for us. Yes. When I say Polynesia, um, Polynesia means many. So it is a group of islands, which includes the main islands are Hawaii, New Zealand, Samoa, Tonga, Fiji, Tahiti. These are some of your main Polynesian islands that we, that we represent. Um, the, the Maoris from New Zealand are well known for their infamous haka and uh, the dance of the poibals. Uh, Tahiti is known for the movement of their hips. So the women tell the story with their hips. They dance to the beat of drums and drums are these wooden um, uh, drums that we use. Uh, Hawaii is known for the beautiful, graceful hula 
Samoa is known for its uh, energetic and uh, happy dance, the Siva and the fire knife dance, which is called the Sivaki. Um, and Fiji is known for their meke and Tonga is known for their, their very graceful tawalunga and the dance of the kailau, uh, which is a warrior dance. So those are a few examples of the differences, um, different dances from the many different islands of Polynesia. And I'm guessing we'll see a little bit of all of that on stage the 24th yes. and 25th. Yes. So yes. where can people pick up <laughs> tickets and learn more about the spirit of Polynesia? Three shows, Friday and Saturday, I understand. Yes, yes. Um, I believe if you go to the Mid Valley Performance Arts Center, if you just click on, on their website, it actually, when it opens up, it actually opens up to our banner. So you'll see a Polynesian banner with a Polynesian warrior and female dancer with fire. Um, and then, then if you scroll down, you'll be able to see all the different um, all the different shows that are happening there at that facility. And ours is one of them. And ours is happening this Friday and this Saturday. It's called The Spirit of Polynesia. April, thank you so much for giving me some time and being generous with your explanations of the full flower of Polynesian culture, which will be on display the 24th and 25th. I always like to give my guests <laughs> the opportunity to go out with a song. Is there something that you'd like to share? Maybe... We love when when we talk about the graceful, uh, the grace and the music that comes along with the grace. I think of Josh Tatofi. He is an artist out of the islands of Hawaii. And then when I think of the drum beats and that excitement, I think of Tevaka, the group of Tevaka, and I believe they come out of New Zealand. And so their their roots are Tokelauan. Um, and a little bit of Samoan. And so the mixture there is of some really exciting drum beats. So those two artists mm -hmm. come to mind. Thank you, April. Check tonight's show notes for a link to Spirit of Polynesia. This is Papa A by Tevaka on KRCL 90.9. Food security means that you know where your next meal is coming from. The Utah Food Bank helps hundreds of thousands of Utahns plan their next meal. To learn more about hosting a food drive virtually or at your office, visit utahfoodbank.org. Natalia Laforcada doing her version of I Fought the Law and the Law won on KRCL. 90.9. I'm Laura Jones, and you're listening to Radioactive, plugging you into your community conversation with a playlist to match. It is Hispanic Heritage Month. At 30% of the population, Ogden is home to Utah's largest concentration of folks who identify as Hispanic, Latino, or Latinx. Vida, Muerte, Justicia, Life, Death, Justice, Latin American and Latinx art for the 21st century is a new art exhibit opening at Ogden Contemporary Arts and in the Weber State University Shaw Gallery project space during Ogden's first Friday art stroll, October 1st, from 6 to 9 p.m. There is so much going on in here. It is incredible. Let's pass the mic to the exhibit's co-curators and get the conversation started. Hi, I am Maria del Mar Gonzalez. Um, I am 
co-curator for the exhibit Life, Death, Justice, Vida, Muerte, Justicia, um, Latin American and Latinx art for the 21st century. Um, and I'm also an assistant uh, professor of modern um, and contemporary global art history at Weber State University. Hi, uh, my name is Jorge Rojas. I'm an artist, independent curator and educator. All right, you two. So I'm really excited to talk to you today about Vida Muerte Justicia. I, I don't think I did that justice, Maria Del Mar. <laughs> I'm excited to talk to you today about life, death, justice, Latin American and Latinx art for the 21st century. Uh, going on exhibit October 1st through November 27th at the Ogden Contemporary Arts Center. And it's a project with Weber State University and a variety of folks in the community. And um, Jorge, if you could just start and kind of set the theme for how this project came together, and then we'll get Maria Del Mar's perspective as well. Sure. Um, and thank you for having us, Laura. It's always a pleasure. Um, so uh, Vanessa Castanoli, who's the, the director of Ogden Contemporary Arts, reached out to me several months ago. Uh, we, we actually initially had worked together on a, uh, she commissioned me to do a performance for OCA and uh, we had a, just a great time working together. She's a really amazing uh, leader and uh, director of that gallery space. And so she asked if, uh, she said that there was interest in around Dia de los Muertos. It's, it's a, a program that has grown significantly um, across the country, but uh, in Ogden, uh, you know, as well. So um based on the success of last year's event, they asked me if I would be, you know, willing to collaborate with OCA on an exhibition uh, as a curator. And I said, yeah, I would love to. And I said, you know, I, I love Dia de los Muertos. And, uh, I, and I said, but can I maybe propose something that's not specific to Dia de los Muertos, but that touches on those themes? And, um, and she said, yeah, absolutely. So uh, after quite a bit of thought, um, uh, and, I, and some great dialogue uh, with my co-curator, with Maria del Mar, uh, we, uh, we came up on this theme of Vida, Muerte, Justicia, Life, Death, Justice. And it was just, it was a way of addressing issues around life and death, but also through uh, issues that we're very, both of us are very passionate about. Uh, so working with artists that are dealing with a number of, you know, social and racial justice issues, especially as it relates to kind of a, uh, you know, through this lens of, going through COVID together, and also a lot of the different movements that have been going on around some of the injustices we've seen. Maria Del Mar, uh, tell me about what you wanted to bring to this collaboration. <clears throat> First off, I'm going to say I'm super grateful that Jorge invited me to join him on this, what I call this curatorial adventure. Because um, he, you know, he was the he, he, he and Vanessa were the first ones who got started on this. Um, and then I guess he started thinking uh, that I was back in town and Jorge and I have an amazing um, work relationship um, and friendship as well. Um, and so we, yeah, so they invited me to join and we started talking about it. And we were just reflecting on what's happened this last year um, and, and how can we connect it um, to, to larger concerns, not just in the US, but across the world. And so we landed on um, you know, U.S. Latinx, but also um, Latin American artists and trying to see how how these concerns can be um, not just local um, or national, but also hemispheric. 
you know, the art that can comment on what we're going through and through a particular lived experience is so powerful, mm-hmm. uh, especially these days, it seems like. And uh, like you said, Jorge and Maria del Mar, you know, Dia de los Muertos is coming up the end of mm-hmm. October, the 1st of uh, November. It's also been labeled Hispanic Heritage Month. And I've always struggled with, how do I get at that? Hispanic is not big enough for what we're talking about. And I think Mm -hmm. you're getting at that through the art. So tell us about some of the artists that you've chosen, uh, who they are, their identities, and and the pieces. Um, Let's just go back and forth with some of your favorites, Maria Del Mar. So Weber State is actually one of the venues. Um, So there's two venues. There's OCA, but there's also Weber State. And at Weber State, we're going to have two amazing artists that I'm super excited about. Um, we're gonna have um, Tania Candiani, who is a Mexican national artist, um, who, you know, she represented Mexico at the Venice Biennale um, and is very well recognized um, for her work. She is a, a multidisciplinary artist, but at um, Weber, we're gonna have her exhibiting a video that she did, it's called El Tiempo es Otro Rio, And she did this video with a group of students um, where they brought into the digital realm um, historic protests that the students worked with her deciding on. And so we're really excited about showing a collaborative piece, right, between a renowned artist and a group of college students at a college campus. Um, And so we hope um, that it'll be an informative, educational, and also a piece in which people reflect upon um, what what these historic protests, um, well, were protesting um, and how some of these issues have not been solved to this day. What are some of the protests that are depicted in the video they installation? They are, so they span across time. Um, so she has, one of the early ones is Stonewall, of course, the Stonewall riot. Um, they have um, they are not Sinampa 43, which was a group of um, college students who disappeared. Um, and the families are still trying to find answers on, on where those students went. <clears throat> um, and just a number of others that have to do um, with women's rights, um, women's suffrage, Um, So just a whole span of really interesting issues, um, which is fascinating because the students, I believe, chose the chose which protests to focus on, of course, in collaboration and consultation with her. There's also uh, Black Lives Matter is included in it and, um, you know, LGBTQ rights. So it's it's a really broad span. And it's amazing that they're using these like digital technologies that are a lot of like younger generations are are utilizing for um, as using it as a protest um, artwork. You said yes. there are two at Weber State Shaw Gallery? Two artists? Um, they're at the project space of the Shaw Gallery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to have Tanya and, and Guillermo Galindo there. And I was going to say, Tanya, <clears throat> just to go back on the technologies real quick, um, they use things such as uh, The Sims and um, Minecraft and these games that are super popular um, with younger generations and that have have actually become spaces of protests lately, especially during the shutdown of the pandemic when a lot of people didn't feel like they could take on the streets. Um, And so she worked on this project during the pandemic um, with a group of students. So Guillermo Galindo, tell us about Guillermo. Um, Well, Guillermo's fabulous. 
he's brilliant. Um, Guillermo is, uh, he's a musician, he's a composer, he's a graphic artist. Um, he's a post-Mexican artist who lives in San Francisco. Um, and the pieces that we have, on, that we're gonna have on campus by Guillermo are from his Border Cantos series. Um, and border cantos is an interesting wordplay off of um, cantos can mean songs, but it can also mean pieces. Um, and it's part of a larger uh, body of work that he that he's been working on, in which he um, he picks up he 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 collects um, items that um, uh, people have left behind um, during border crossings. And he gathers these items and he constructs them into these um, sonic sculptures that he then activates through performances. And so he brings these items back to life, right? And he, and he comments on, on the trials of of border crossing, right? On the immigration process, but he also kind of brings life back, um, a soul back to these items. And he reminds us that those who cross are humans, they're people, mm. right? Um, and so it's a really beautiful, um, it's gonna be a very beautiful um, a set of works of his that we've selected. Um, Jorge can, can talk a little bit more, please. Um, but we're actually bringing both Guillermo and Tanya to campus. So I should probably remember. When to say will that. be that? When will that be? Because yeah. that just sounds so incredible. Guillermo will be performing um, Border Cantos 3 at Weber October 28th at 6 p.m. Um, and then Tanya Candiani will be coming November 8, uh, 11th. Sorry. Um, and she will be giving an artist talk at 6 p.m. as well. We're talking with Maria Del Mar Gonzalez Gonzalez and Jorge Rojas, the co-curators of a new exhibit opening at both the Ogden Contemporary Arts Center and Weber State University October 1st called Life, Death, Justice, but more importantly, Vida, Muerte, Justicia. Justicia. I think I got it on the second one. There you go. Justicia. You Justicia. got it, Laura. Latin American and Latin X art for the 21st century. And, and Jorge, tell us about some of the artists that uh, you, I'm sure you love all of them, but really are striking visually or aesthetically or sonically that you'd like to point people toward in this exhibit that's going to run for uh, almost two months and a really great opportunity for Utahns to explore Latin X culture through art and also the topic life, death, justice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, before I like name a few artists, and I actually would like to take the opportunity to, to uh, um, acknowledge some of the local artists um, in yes. our community, because uh, it was important for Maria del Mar and I to, to you know, really have there be a local aspect, a Utah aspect to this. And so we're working with some amazing uh, Latin American and Latinx artists. Um, and it's just, um, but I, I wanna just wanna say how important it is to have these different perspectives um, and and just say how these these twenty four artists um, most of them have a long career. Um, it's a multi generational group of artists. Some um, the majority of them have an extensive um, history of showing in galleries, in museums, in community spaces, 
I mean, it's a world-class show. I just wanted to highlight that, even though some of the local community might not recognize some of these artists, that uh, people really should know that these are uh, internationally established, renowned artists that we have been that we have the honor of working with on this show. But uh, to answer your question, I want to bring attention to, uh, uh, to Nancy Rivera, for instance. Nancy um, is, is sharing us with us in this exhibition some work where she's dealing with taking some of her like photo IDs as she's that she's that she's been give, issued as a as a as an immigrant so um, these sort of documents that she then takes and cross stitches them as self portraits um, they're just these beautifully rendered artworks um, that are really that actually you can see both sides you can see the actual portrait side and then the back of what it leaves this very kind of abstract work so she's really you know looking at her own citizenship and migration status and, and what it's, you know, you can see the, just the care that goes into these works that are in many ways an expression of her self-identity. Um, Andrew Alba is a wonderful artist, a painter who is just, uh, you know, seems to be everywhere these days. Um, Andrew Alba is a painter, a sculptor, also is doing some video work. Uh, and the work that he's uh, sharing with us in this exhibition is, is a, 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 a powerful painting that draws attention to the police shooting um, of, uh, of uh, Bernardo uh, Palacios Carvajal. Um, and so he's look, using this painting to draw attention to, to police violence um, and unnecessary uh, killings. Um, there's also Horacio Rodriguez, who is a ceramicist and uh, is making really visually just stunning work. Um, he takes a lot of sort of like pop culture references and then uh, uses them to, to deal with um, important issues like gun violence. He makes these uh, gorgeous uh, ceramic pistols, um, but then he sort of adorns them with flower flowers and, and different, you know, decorations. And then he, he uses, uh, he, he quotes Donald Trump's uh, bad ombre on them. And then he makes these amazing Molotov cocktails that um, address uh, border issues. That's one um, of the images that you guys sent over that I was just blown away by. It's uh, these orange Molotov cocktails, but it's called <clears throat> The Wall. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And it has a wall stenciled on it. Yes. And all prominent Utah artists that you are talking about there, Jorge, Roots Art Collective is the one I really want to talk about because that's going to be live action art happening over at the Monarch as part of the exhibition, mm -hmm. right? Well, actually, uh, if I may, um, the this mural has happened. It like literally happened over the weekend. Roots Art Collective, um, also known as the Rack, is is these three um, um, young men from uh, Mexico. And uh, they're just, they're, they're a powerhouse. They're, they've done murals recently at Umoka, at the Utah Museum of Fine Arts, uh, in the Granary District, in South Salt Lake. Um, and they, they they're made a beautiful, we basically commissioned them to make a mural uh, that went along with the theme. And they really latched onto the idea around Dia de los Muertos and what that represents. Um, and so their mural, which is gorgeous, it's a, it'll be now a permanent mural at Ogden Contemporary Arts and the Monarch, um, where they're, they're dealing with symbols like the Simpasuchi flower um, and, um, and also the Monarch butterfly and symbols that are in, and also like Aztec and Mayan uh, design elements that are built into this 
beautiful, beautiful uh, mural that's meant to um, to uh, celebrate, uh, actually to 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 honor all of those folks that who have died um, uh, due to COVID. So it's in remembrance of them and honor of them. And I just wanted to also just throw in that uh, we're really excited also to bring. Uh, 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 Ruby Chacon. I didn't want to like not have the opportunity to celebrate that because Ruby, as we all know, is an incredibly important um, artist, muralist, leader, educator, activist in our community, the founder of Mestizo, um, Mestizo Institute of Culture and Arts, Mika. And so now she's based in California, but uh, we were able to, uh, to uh, get her to uh, share some of her work with us. And so anyway, that's, we're really excited to bring in Ruby's work as well. Well, I really wanted to talk to you a little bit more culturally about the times we're going through. I'm sure you've seen the news and the latest stories in the last day or so about um, border agents and how they're using their horses and their long reins as, as whips, dealing with primarily Haitian immigrants down at the U.S.-Mexico border that are about nine, ten thousand living under a bridge. And it brings this this exhibit into stark relief, I think, Maria Del Mar and Jorge Um is it more important than ever that art speak to this and the artists themselves who have um, cultural connection to immigration, perhaps? Jorge. Um, yes. I, I mean, absolutely. I, I think it's the, I mean, there's such a long history of artists drawing attention to and critiquing social corruption and systems and um, it just seems like it's a, it's a forever thing, right? It's like that, this, this in, in, in many ways, artists, that's what we do. We reflect our times and, and, and we point to issues, but we also provide um, thoughtful uh, ways of thinking about it and, and, and solutions in, in many cases. Um, so um, yes, it feels more relevant than ever for, for a show like this to happen where we're um, bringing in all of these different perspectives, but I, I just have to say that there's, there's a very, very focused lens that we're looking through with Latinx and Latin American artists here. We have, a, um, you know, we're really thinking about the history of Latin America and, and, and Latinx and, and what that means. I mean, we have artists that are Chicano, self-identify as Chicano or Caribbean or Chileno or Colombian or, uh, you know, Latinx or Latin A, and there's all these, so we really worked hard to bring in a lot of different uh, identities um, in, in order to really bring in a broad perspective. So I, I just think that the work feels more as timely now as ever. Um, and certainly like after going through COVID and after seeing the murder of George Floyd and now seeing all of this, all of the horrendous things we saw with the separation of families at the border, we've seen, uh, you know, Latin American and Latinx people be at the front lines of, of COVID and uh, as essential workers. Um, dying at disproportionate amounts. There's just so many, there's so much, right? And, and I'll just have to say this exhibition, there is, there is, we, and Maria del Mar and I were talking about how, you know, this is not just a, a, an exhibition of pretty pictures. There's some real, real like mm -hmm. deep kind of dark things that we're looking at. At the same time, there is also so much beauty and so much uh, hope and so much, uh, kind of radical uh, energy of, of towards change. So I think it's a really hopeful exhibition overall and, uh, and one that feels uh, incredibly important. Maria Del Mar. 
So it is, in, it is important. Um, you know, uh, one of the things I love the most about art is how it, it provides us kind of a window into what's happening um, at a specific moment in time and what the, what the issues and concerns of, of the larger society are. And artists are active agents of change oftentimes, right? They're not just passively documenting, but they're responding. They're trying to call to action, trying to bring attention to different things that are happening. And so like Jorge said, right, it's been, it has been a pretty intense few years. Um, one of the pieces that we'll be exhibiting specifically addresses Hurricane Maria, which just will be celebrating just this, this, these past few days would celebrate its fourth anniversary. And there's still repercussions being felt on the island of Puerto Rico over what wasn't done, right, to help with aid. Um, and so it is extremely important, um, extremely timely that we have all of these artists presenting on all of these different issues. Uh, we already talked about a couple of special visitors during the exhibit. Anyone else that we should put on our calendar? Yes. So, um, well, we have two more events, but I'm super excited about, um, well, I'm super excited about all of them, <laughs> but we have... Um, Art historian Mari Carmen Ramirez um, will be joining us via Zoom from Houston. Um, and she's one of the leading curators in the world on Latin American and Latinx art. And um, uh, Dr. Ramirez runs an amazing institute of research at the MFA Houston, so the Museum of Fine Arts Houston, in which she's documenting um, She's gathering, she's archiving. They have this digital archive on Latin American and Latinx art, but she's also extensively written about the distinctions, the, the nuances between Latin American and Latino, Latinx, Latine identities. Um, she's been doing this since the nineties. Wow. Um, and so she will be joining us virtually um, to have a conversation. Um, I'll be having a conversation with her on Zoom where we get to talk about these distinctions because they they can be, they're very confusing, right? I oftentimes will talk to someone and they'll ask me, what are they, what, what do I call them? Like, are they Hispanic? Are they Latino? Um, what is this Latinx, right? So we wanna, um, we want to kind of open up this conversation and, and help everyone kind of, you know, understand a bit more, um, uh, what what these little what these nuanced um, identities, but even more important, self identities are. When will that one be? That will be October six at five thirty p.m. over Zoom, Great. and we we can share with you um, the Zoom link. Wonderful. We'll put it in the show notes. You said there are two more events, so we've got the one. Yes. So the other show is Jorge and I will be giving a curatorial talk. I was hoping. When's that going to so happen? Jorge. Yeah, that one's on November 18th at 6 p.m. The, the location is the uh, Weber State University Kimball Visual Arts Center, and that one will also be available via Zoom. It'll be in the Linquist Lecture Hall. Um, and actually, you can go to ogdencontemporaryarts.org and to get details about all of the programming, as well as to get information for the opening reception on October 1st, which is a Friday, and it's going to be a, quite a celebration. So we really want everybody, not just in Ogden, but around uh, Salt Lake and everywhere to come and and, and join the celebration. 
Well, thank you so much for giving me so much time and speaking so freely about the art, the themes, and identity as well. Something that I I love to chat with both of you about. So thank you so much. Thank, thank you, Lara. It's always a pleasure. I think we should go out with a song, you two. And I heard Las Cafeteras is coming to Ogden for Day of the Dead at the Monarch. Is that a, a, a parallel celebration by chance? It is. It is. So what song by Las Cafeteras should we go out with? All right, let's do La Bamba Rebelde. There we go. It's uh, taking the, the song, the, the famous song La, La Bamba, and, uh, and doing its own kind of Chicano uh, wonderfulness on it to, to turn it into, a, 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 you know, more of a rebel song. So I think in the spirit of revolution and change and progress, I think it's a nice, uh, but it's also a very happy playful song. So uh, I, I hope people like it. Thank you, Jorge Rojas and Maria Del Mar Gonzalez-Gonzalez. They are co-curators of the new exhibit, Vida, Muerte, Justicia, Life, Death, Justice, Latin American, and Latinx Art for the 21st Century up in Ogden. Check tonight's show notes for a link to the exhibit and all the special events surrounding it, especially Las Cafeteras in concert for a Day of the Dead celebration at the Monarch, November 5th. As requested by Jorge and Maria Del Mar, this is their song, La Bamba Rebelda, on KRCL. <laughs>